Greeting you with the holy words, peace. Peace be multiplied. We are still dealing with the 16 deadly deeds, right? And these are things and avenues, if you're not careful, that Satan uses to get in your life. And uh, we're dealing with uh, discord today. Mm -hmm. We're dealing with discord today. One of the things that always was a problem with me with uh, churches were once you got saved and baptized, my thing was now what? And I didn't want to hear the same thing every Sunday. All right, you see what I'm saying? Now I wanted to learn how to live the life. Salvation is free, right? Christ done that for you. But living the life is work. And so uh, we over here are not afraid to do the work, right? And so we understand over here that it's more to it than just come sitting in the pews on Sundays and praise and worship and then listening to pastor, whoever the teacher is going to be. You have to put this stuff in your life, you see. And a lot of times you all laugh at me when I say that I'm saved, but I'm not safe. That means that I'm saved, right? And now I'm going to heaven, but then there's, I have to be careful because every now and then that flesh should get up. And you know, I'm probably the only one that does that sometimes. And, and, and uh, you know, there's, some, there's two types of tongues that I say. Some people allow the Holy Spirit to allow them to speak in tongues. And then sometimes you're not careful, you speak in tongues from the flesh. Isn't that right? So we need to see. So I got the salvation time down, and I got all that stuff down. I'm, if I pass away, I'm going to heaven and all this. So. You all can be assured that I'm good after this life. But I got to do some work to get it right and to live the life that I should live, right? Because when we talk about the Bible, we say that we are Christians, which means Christ-like. And then we talk about I have the mind of Christ. You know, that's the scripture. If I have the mind of Christ, and, and I have the mind of Christ, but still there's another part of me that fights it. Am I the only one in here? You see, and I tell you all, there's three people that will not give up on you. Uh, God, your mother, and Satan. They won't give up on you. Satan is always trying to do everything he can to destroy us in some kind of way or to make us look bad so that the people outside of the Christian community can say, y'all know better than us. Amen. All right, so what, what, there's a scripture I use quite a bit. The Bible says Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. Yes. Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. And then the rest of it, Jesus says, but I come to give you life and life more abundant. The problem was this. If the, the God, Christ Jesus says, I come to give you life and life more abundant, right? And, but up further, it says Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. So Jesus can give you something, but that doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean that Satan is not going to try to steal that from you, right? Now, when I say that uh, to kill, to steal, and destroy, uh, let's do it this way. Ministries, every, everybody's got a calling, whether you all know it or not. 
Everyone has a calling. Everyone of y'all sitting here has got a calling. Even if you're not saved, you got a calling. You just haven't acknowledged you have that calling. All right? Well, if Satan comes to kill and steal and destroy, what's he trying to kill and steal and destroy? He wants to kill and destroy the story of your calling, right? It's, it's like sometimes, and uh, for you all that want to keep track, because I don't like rumors. All right, this is seven or six. Uh, this, I don't even know what it is. This is my seventh treatment was last Tuesday. That's why I'm wearing a mask, because I'm on the downside, right? And so uh, my doctor came in, and he thought I was going to debate him because I'm from 96 to 96 to 6. I ain't debating him. We're going to keep using I said, no, we're going to get this as low as we can as long as I don't have any symptoms. Does that make sense? Because I'm trying to do everything I can, all right? So my calling is, look at me, my calling is to show other people how you have to deal with adversity. Yeah. Right, right. And so, I, and so I accept that calling, and uh, God's doing his. I'm doing mine. I exercise, eat right, diet, and all that stuff. Right? You see? And, and you all are praying. But the calling sometimes is an uncomfortable situation. So sometimes God puts us in an uncomfortable situation, and we're called to handle that because he knows he's given us the tools to handle that. Some people he can't give, they can't handle that. They wouldn't be able to handle that. But we need people uh, in our, our lives to show us how to do it, yes. right? Because remember now, Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. And so you all need somebody sometimes to show you. We are other people that's going through things to show us things. But So everybody's got a call in there, and sometimes it's, it's, a, it's good. Sometimes it's a little negative type thing, but uh, uh, that's a good thing when you can see it. Now, remember the 16 deadly deeds. He, Satan uses all kinds of things. This message, even if you didn't believe, would be good for you because the message is about the word discord. Discord, right? Yes. Discord, all right? And so remember, that's one of the deadly deeds that's used. Okay, now, we, when we look at the word discord, it means the lack of agreement, right? And so let's start, let's start at the beginning. Satan likes division. He likes division. And so, you know, it started in the garden. Yeah, he likes division. So let's, and I like using, let's just use a very simple one. Let's use marriage. Yeah. Uh, so he, 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 Satan hates marriage. Y'all know he hates marriage, right? He really hates marriage, right? Because, you know, ask me why. Because God honors it. Anything that God honors, he hates. All right, do you understand that? And so he will do everything he can to cause division and to cause discord. And that is a lack of agreement. You see, now you can uh, disagree, but you don't have to be, you know, about certain things, but you can pull it together, right? You know, 53 years, Sister Gwen and I don't agree about everything, but we don't disagree and, and get into all that crazy stuff. You, you see what I'm saying? Because we understand that if you take that too far, you're going to separate and it's going to cause some problems, all right? It's harmony. He doesn't want any harmony, right? Is that the word we got? Harmony, that's what discord means, all right? He, he, when everything is going good, that upsets him. He, he wants to get in the midst of all that and mess that thing up because it's going good. Trust between people, distrust between people. You see, he wants discord because trust between people. How can two walk together unless they agree? So what he wants to do is when two are walking together and things are going good, he wants to cause discord because he doesn't want them to walk together. 
right? The Bible says, well, two or three gather in my name, Jesus says, then I'm in the midst. So, so why would Satan want you to, to walk together and get together? Are y'all with me? And so, because he don't want that. And see, if, whether it be in churches, wherever it's at, he wants to mess that up. Okay, let me, I looked up and I'm between two. All right, causing quarrels, you see? He wants to cause that. He wants to cause quarrels and arguments about stuff. And most of you in here, and you married folks in here will probably agree with this, if you go back over to some of the stuff you quoted back, it didn't mean nothing. It wasn't about nothing, you see? You see, if you'd get do it over again, one of you would have said, I just should have shut my mouth. You see, but that you can start a quarrel. That thing can get into something where it goes into name calling. That's called discord. He wants to put that in, 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 in there, okay? It can happen in the families. You see, everybody's going good, and there's always, you know, there's always some fool in everybody's family. I mean, you got one in there. You see, that's going to always try to come up with some stuff, all right, and can cause other folk, if you're not careful, then that thing, they can spoil that whole Thanksgiving dinner. You know what I'm talking about? But you have to recognize, the Bible says, try the spirits, spirits, that's a little one, by the spirit. So that means you need to have a discerning spirit to make sure that you know what spirit is coming up in your house or what spirit is getting in the middle of your relationship, right? Listen to what I'm saying is discord. That's a spirit. That's a spirit. That's a spirit that's going to come in and cause a, 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 a distrust between people. It's going to cause quarreling, arguing, okay? It wants to cause conflict. Mm -hmm. You see? It, uh, it wants to cause conflict. We see that now in our nation. Yeah. I mean, that's everywhere in our nation, right? We see it in churches, right? You see, that's why up here, listen, listen to me very carefully. This is why up here we don't have literally big U's, little eyes, and all that stuff and chairs and up here because we wouldn't want anybody to get up here and think that they're a little bit more than they really are. All right? Does that make sense? What word did I use there? Conflict? Yes. All right. So start conflict, right? And so we see that a lot in our, I'm talking about y'all's everyday life. All of you all in here need to hear what Pastor's saying here and what the book says. Don't let the spirit of discord. You got to pick it up immediately. You got to say, oh, we, I know what this is about. We ain't going to let, and you're going to go into prayer. I'm not going to let this come up. And sometimes it can come up in your head. Are you in me? Right? You understand? It can separate. You know what you, well, maybe you don't. You should know who you are in Christ, right? You should know who you are in Christ, and so you have peace and harmony in your spirit, and then some, a conflict is something like a war when stuff starts going on. Well, Satan starts getting in your ear and start getting in your head, and you start fighting your own self. You'll start fighting your own self instead of fighting for yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? And you got to learn that, you know? All right, you see, uh, friction, we all know what that is. Yep. Uh, strife. There's some people that carry a spirit of strife. Yes. You have to discern that and turn, I say phones, y'all got cell phones now. Yeah, I have a flip phone still, but anyway. And that's why I don't have all that stuff going because you can't leave me no message. But anyway, <laughs> not a good thing anyway. Strife, you see, he wants strife in your life, in your relationships. You understand what I'm talking about? And this, the almighty one, division. He wants division. Have you ever promised? Some of you all have promised, okay? Some of you all have promised to death do us part. Right? For richer and poor. 
in sickness and in health. You promised that, right? What word did I just use? Division. He wants to have a division in that to take you away from the very words that you've used. So you have to be careful. You know how, how most people get in this thing? You see, and I used it last week and some of you laughed. That's why you got to make sure that you got the right people in your life. Because everybody around you is not the right person. Because sometimes we pick it, right? You know, I tell, and it, some folks get mad at me, but I, you know, so it's really okay. But I tell them, you wouldn't have all these problems in your life if you wouldn't go around picking all these fixer uppers. Don't be get don't, hey don't get mad at the messenger. Now, cause how you been married three or four times? You're getting fixed uppers. You're laughing at yourself because you know what I'm talking about. Here. And, and and then and God ain't had nothing to do with that. Well, the Lord is trying to show me something. No, He ain't trying to show you nothing. He's not in that. Right, right. Is 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 God rich and got all kinds of things? He wouldn't have you to go buy a used car. He ain't having you to get a fixer-upper because a fixer-upper is going to cause what? Division. Don't y'all just love me? Yeah, amen. You don't go to churches, get all boring. <laughs> At least here you can either be mad or glad. Anyway, the next one is uh, warfare. Warfare. That's discord. He wants to cause warfare. We in spiritual warfare. Yes, right? We in spiritual warfare. So we know who's behind it. Yeah. Try the spirits. By the Spirit. Where am I at right now? If I'm in spiritual warfare, then I need to know that. And some people bring that kind of attitude with them. The next one. Hostility. What is it? Hostility. Hostility. I can come in a household and tear a household up. It can just tear a household up. And so what we're doing here, what pastor's trying to do here is to tell you, remember the four things? He or she must know his or her own weakness. He or she must know his or her own strength. Here's the key. He or she must know the weakness of the enemy. He or she must know the strength of the enemy. You need to know when you're in spiritual warfare who you're up against. Sometimes you're fighting the wrong person. You need a discerning spirit to tell you who's who and who ain't who. Sometimes you're the problem. Because God can, now we don't want God to use us, right? With the spirit of discord. So we want happy families. So here we're going to go. Am I doing all right? Yes. See, so if you get this, what I'm trying to get you to understand. See, I've always said I would never come to a church like this one. Ask me why. why? I'd want to hide. I'd go to a mega church. <laughs> See, I'd go to a mega church and sit in a different place every time. So nobody could see and really get to know who I am. But see in here, pastor can look at you and see how you frowning sometimes when he's saying something and look at, and look at your demeanor to see if you like that and other folks, right? I'm just joking. No, I'm not. And so here, here, here's what we want to do. Now listen to me. Anything God hates, you ought to hate. Anything God hates, you ought to hate. We walk around here and talk about let this mind be in me. It's also in Christ Jesus. Then that means my mind is, is like Christ Jesus. So anything he doesn't approve of, I shouldn't approve of. Are you with me? And let's see if, 
this discord, if pastor just made this up, here we go from Proverbs 6, 12 through 19. Is that right? Yes. And we're going to come from the King James Version first. A naughty person, a wicked man, walketh with forward mouth. So you, you don't know anybody like that. A naughty person, a wicked man, walketh with a what? Forward, forward mouth. mouth. Watch. You know, people really tell you who they are. But, you know, sometimes, remember now, sometimes we block it out because we want to hear what we want to hear. You see, because if we can hear what we want to hear, it makes it all right to put that person in our life. Okay. This is not going over very well this morning. All right. Here we go. I like it when it don't go over very well. Y'all know I'm, my main thing is coaching, right? So I'm really a coach, but in church they call it a pastor. But coaches want you to do better. You're never good enough for a coach. Even if you win, a coach will tell you, we need to clean up some things. So let me give you something. You're in good company. Say, why, Pastor? Why? Everybody in there needs to clean up something, including me. Let's go. Amen. All right. All right. He winketh with his eyes. He mm -hmm. speaketh with his feet. Well. He teacheth with his fingers. So some of y'all done dated that dude. Go ahead. Forwardness is in his heart. But here we go. He deviseth mischief continually. He soweth discord. This is a person he's talking about. We could be he or she, but he's got he there. This is a person that can got all that stuff going on the outside, but in their heart they what? Sowing discord. Are you understanding it? It's just like what, what Pastor is saying up here now. Satan wants to take that away and try to turn it in a different way so that you don't get it because he, does it. he, he wants to put discord in there and say he don't know what he's talking about. That person's the right person for you. They would never do that to you. They would never say that to you. You are in a good place right now. Let me tell you all, it's, there's somebody who doesn't like you. All right? How many of you working in here got a job? You got a job, you go to work, and you think everybody likes you? Huh? You, you understand that? Right. And don't get a promotion. They want to, oh, they're going to start to score now. Yeah, they are. They're going to do this thing. Have you heard? Uh, 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 one time, and people should know me, uh, this young lady, one, another young lady came up to me and, and was talking about there's nobody in church and said, you know, uh, Jackie thinks she's all that cute. What do you think? And, and, got, and, and I said, what? <laughs> and she said, Jackie, that was her name. Jackie thinks she's all that and cute. And I, what do you think? I said, she got that right. We shut that down. Are you with me? Shut it down. You don't bring the score in my spirit. I'm not going to accept anybody bringing it. It's going. I'll say something in here, and most of you I don't believe it. We, Pastor Fields, never gets a telephone call with gossip in this church. Ever. Or Sister Gwen. It will not happen. You see? Don't call me about, you don't know about anybody. Barely know about yourself. So, so, right, because I'm not going to allow discord to come into my, that's right, when you listen, let me help you out. Discord is when somebody comes and talks to somebody. What is the worst? The garbage carrier, the garbage can. The garbage can. So when people bring discord to you, they think you're a garbage can. And you know what's, what garbage smells like when it stays in the can. Why would you let somebody else put some garbage in your life? 
Huh? Are y'all with me? You love each other? Then why would you allow somebody? Get me out of this. because. Oh, and I forgot to say this because, you know, I get going. And our, our praise team is, does a great job, right? And they, they have a dress code. Isaac has them because they have to look a certain way. But they are allowed Sunday to have red Sunday, okay? I want to tell that. I was going to do it after, but I'll be done forgot about it. So that means they can wear the uh, cheap, not cheap, cheap stuff. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. That's why y'all love me, right? Yes. We don't come to church being all sad and pitiful up in here. We can laugh, we can take our whippings, but we can laugh also, right? That's right. Okay, here we go. Verse 14 from The Voice puts it this way. With a warped mind and twisted heart. Now listen to me. You got to try what? The spirit by the spirits because some people have a what kind of mind? Warped. And a what kind of heart? Twisted. And you got to be careful. But the Holy Spirit will reveal to you who this person really is. It's amazing to me that now what they do online dating is it online dating. They do online dating and people date. You ain't asked the Holy Spirit to bring the right person into your life. I don't know. Maybe it'd be online. It could be online, but you want him to, or her to be who God would have you to be. Because, see, uh, with a rap, what kind of mind? A warped mind. A warped mind and what? And a twisted heart. And a twisted heart. Now, I want only the people, only men, are y'all both? Only the men that have been this guy can say, I've been that guy. I've been that guy. Yeah, we've been that guy. We familiar with this dude, you see? Well, before we all of us ain't we didn't come we wasn't born saved. Come on up in here, because we wasn't born saved. Now don't come up in here because I'm gonna get the women there. Y'all better be be careful. All right, you see we weren't born. We were born again, and we ain't that person. But we've been that person, and we can identify that person, and we know the damage that person can do because we done that damage. That's why we had to repent and ask for forgiveness because we was that twisted mind person and that person that heart was. Thank God that He has the power to change us from being that. And so now we are able to recognize that because we've been that before. Because a lot of people don't know the reason they can recognize stuff in other people because they've been that. And I hope you've been it and you ain't it still that person. But right? So a what kind of mind? Warped mind. And what kind of heart? A twisted heart. All right. A twisted heart. Yeah. She loves me. She loves me not. Right? Remember that? And, you've, and those people do that. I'm trying to help save some people. You need to talk to your children and your grandchildren and all of these people around you, these young people, so that they can understand that a lot of things that puts in a person's mind and what's in a person's heart cannot be revealed by what they say. You have to pray and ask the spirit of discerning to let you know who that person really is. Yeah, all right, here we go. And those people constantly look for their own gain at others' expense. And they look for what? Their Their own gain at others' expense. People do that. Go buy realtors to do it. Used car salesmen to do it. Doctors, oh, yes, they will. People will do this, people. They're looking for somebody for their own gain, you see? And if you're not careful, you can bring that into your spirit. You see, there's been, a, every one of you all uh, in your life has been conned by this person. You see? All right? This is good teaching. I don't care if you're saying amen or not. You see? You all call me a life lesson. Well, this is a life lesson you need to get. Read that again. All right. Huh? They constantly look for their own gain at others' expense. There are people looking for ignorance. 
The Bible says my people perish for what? Lack of knowledge. So there are people looking for people who don't have knowledge. Here's how y'all's pastor prays. Y'all hear me pray it all the time. I ask God to give me knowledge, and I read different books by different authors, and I get that knowledge, and I ask God to give me the spirit, the wisdom, to put the knowledge that I gain in the areas of my life where it needs to be. Are you with me? You see what I'm saying? Because it's, it's a lot of people got knowledge, but they don't know where to put it. Then some people got knowledge, they get the knowledge, and they don't know it is knowledge or if it's for them. But when I pray for wisdom to give me, to take this knowledge and to put it in the right place, then I, I, I don't get discord. All right? They cause friction everywhere they go. And there's some people cause friction everywhere they go. And you have to know that. There are people that you can love them. Look at me. You can love them, but you need to love them from a distance. Because if they come into your life, they're going to cause friction. Some folks can't help themselves. Are you with me? Are y'all with me? And so when that spirit of, comes up, you got to shut that thing down. No, you're not bringing that into my home. You're not bringing that into my house. You see, we cutting this thing down. We're not going to have friction. There are, there, there are married couples that's got a great marriage and will let a child a grown somebody, come in and cause problems in the marriage. Bring that friction in, and then mama thinks different, then daddy thinks different, now we got a mess. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay. Verse 15 says, Therefore shall his calamity come suddenly. Suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. Well, God's going to take care of that, brother. All right, here we go, sister. These six things doeth the Lord hate. Now, there's six things the Lord hates. Now listen, do you have the, you're supposed to have the mind of Christ. Anything that Christ hates, we ought to hate. These are six things that the Lord hates, and they are? And seven are an abomination to him. Ooh, that's really ugly. So we start off with a proud look. A proud look. A lying tongue. A lying tongue. And hand. Now one of the worst things there is is a liar. The Bible talks about that bad. A liar and a drunk, something he couldn't stand, is a liar. He can't stand a lying tongue. And hands that shed innocent blood. We all know that, all right? A heart that devised wicked imagination. And a heart that devised, all right? But that's not the one I want. Feet that be swift and running to mischief. All right. A false witness that speaketh lies. And he that soweth discord among brethren. And he hates the last one. He hates, no, that, he hates somebody that soweth discord among the brethren. God hates that. Should never be in the church. Should never happen to church. You know why it happens in the church? Because it happens in the homes. That's right. There's nothing, there's, I've, I don't understand why you would allow this brethren, and it says brethren, discord among the brethren. He's talking about, this church folks. It's Christian folks. We wouldn't have that in here. We won't allow that. Isn't that right? That's right. All righty. Now let's turn to Matthew 20, verse 20 through 24 from the Passion. The wife of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons. All right. Now here's one. This happens all the time. You know, the worst thing, sometimes mamas and daddies 
try to put their kids in a position that their kids can't handle. You know, y'all do know that, right? Some of you all may have failed. You call, they say you have failed because you didn't make it like you could have made it. And the problem was you didn't fail. Your parents failed you by putting you in a position that they honored and not a position that God had blessed you to be ready to do. Do you understand that? Oh, y'all understand that? You see, there's a young man or a young woman that we better in the classroom than on the ball court. You see, there's too many young people are athletes, okay, because their parents want them to be athletes and this, and they dream is to go to NBA or the NFL, and only 1.5% make it. Right, and this kid has worked from here all the way there and found out when they got here there was no place else to go because the parent was too caught up into what was happening on the football field, basketball field there when that kid could have been a good doctor, lawyer, pastor, uh, the, working for the heat company or electric company or someplace else. And so they thought they failed and a lot of them are living in depressions because they think that they lost but they didn't lose. It was because of the parents trying to put them someplace that they weren't ready to be put. All right? All right. So she knelt before Jesus and asked him for a favor. All right. Now, of course, this is a Christian woman. Of course, she asked Jesus for a favor. Most likely, she asked Jesus to protect her child and to keep her child and to reveal to her child what her child should do and to give her the wisdom to guide her child in the direction that Jesus would have him to go or her to go. See, she's a beautiful young lady, and uh, she just wants God to, Lord, bless my child, bless my daughter. And, and give me the knowledge and the wisdom, as Pastor Fields talked about, give me the knowledge and the wisdom to direct my child where my child should go and, and, and let us work together to help her to be successful in what you've called her to do. Surely she did. I mean, she loves him. I just see what happens here. So he said to her, what is it that you want? She answered, make the decree that these, my sons, will rule with you in your kingdom. Wait a minute. Maybe I'm getting confused. So she's asking Jesus Christ of Nazareth to put her sons almost equal to him. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's quite something, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's asking a whole lot of God, isn't it? Really? All right, here we go. Let's then see. she states, one sitting at your right hand wow. and one on your left. She's even going to tell Jesus what to set him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, here we go. So in verse 22, Jesus replies, you don't know what you are asking. For real. (laughs) (laughs) Then looking in the eyes of Jacob and John, Jesus said, are you prepared to drink from the cup of suffering that I am about to drink? He's talking about the crucifixion. Mm -hmm. And uh, are you able to endure the baptism into death that I am about to endure? They answered him. Yes, we are able. So they had no clue what they were talking about. Yeah, we able. Y'all with me? Mm-hmm. Here we go. You will indeed drink the cup of my suffering and be immersed into my death, Jesus told them. Yeah, they were, that's, you know what's going to happen to them. Let's keep going. But to be the ones who sit at the place of the highest honor is not mine to decide. He said, that's not mine to decide. I can't do that. 
But here's the lesson I want all of you to get. Remember, we talk about what? Discord. That's right. right My we... father is the one who chooses them and prepares them. Okay. The other ten disciples were listening to all this, and a jealous anger arose among them against the two brothers. Here we go. What? Spirit of what? Discord. Discord. They heard mama saying it. Here we go. Now you got jealousy. But that spirit of discord in there. Because it, come on. It can happen in a church. It can happen in a job. It can happen in a family. When you want to put one son or one daughter in some place, you're on the phone talking about one more than the other. It causes jealousy and it causes discord. Now you got a problem. Right? Right. Now let's turn to Acts 15, verse 36 through 40. Are y'all getting something out of what I'm talking about? Yes. You've got to watch that spirit. Watch your mouth. Watch what you're asking. Pay attention to what's going on. You see? All right? So sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, let us go back and visit the believers in all the towns where we preach the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. All right, now Paul is a solid Christian, and Barnabas and him are tight. Now, come on, church folks. Be tight, folks. Here we go. Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark, with them, but Paul did not think it wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in the work. Well, Paul said he's a wimp. Uh, why would I take somebody with me to a new place? That's what he's saying. And he, he didn't even take care of his business when we were here. Because if he didn't take care of business when he was here, why do we want to take him to go to a new place? If he deserted us once, he'll do the same thing twice. And I don't care how much you like him, Barnabas. I don't care how much you, you care about him. The man quit on us. And when he quit on us there, he'll quit on us over here. These two guys are friends. These, these guys are Christians. Surely they're going to work it out because they're Christians, and here's what they're going to do. They're probably going to get on their knees, hold hands, because they're, they're Christian people now. You know, Paul, deep guy. They're going to pray, and they're going to ask God to give them some directions because I got my feelings one way, and Elliot's got his feelings another way, and we don't know if DJ should go with us. Well, Elliot's in DJ's corner. I'm upset at DJ because he quitted us over there, so why would I take him with me now? And so what we do, we Christians, we church people, we're going to get down on our knees and pray and ask the Lord, is it time for us to bring DJ back in the fold? Is it time for the, the Lord to touch Johnny's heart, uh, Pastor Fields' heart, to, to forgive DJ for walking away from us? and bring him back in the fold. Surely they're going to do that. Let's see what happens. They had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. Oh, I'll see you later, Elliot. You take DJ <laughs> with you, because he ain't going with me, because the brother didn't rather walked away from me back in such and such time, so he ain't going with me now. That's called the score. That's called the score. Christian people. People who say they know the Lord. You understand? You're laughing, but it can happen. And it can happen in a church. It can happen in a relationship. Instead of getting down praying and forgiveness, they, 
and Paul should know better. He, he, Paul should have known better because he was, the, he was the man. But he let the score get in there. And they had a sharp disagreement. That's name calling. Are you learning something? Yes. All right. So lastly, Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus, and Paul chose Silas and left, commended by the believers to the grace of the Lord. So they went and split up. What a, what a, what a, isn't that a terrible thing? Two guys that were friends, three guys that worked together, one made a mistake, and now they all split up because of the spirit of what? The score. All right, I'm getting ready to finish it up here. All right. Are we learning something with this? We want a loving church. We don't want to walk around and talk about we brothers and sisters in Christ and we love each other and allow these spirits to come in here, these 16. I don't know which one this is because we switched them around, but we don't want that spirit in this church. We don't want it in your families. You don't want it in your marriages. You don't want this spirit. You know what it is. When now, now, listen to me. Now that you've got this information, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Because Satan is going to see if you are listening or not. So that spirit of discourse, and you know how to get rid of it. You know how to get rid of it. Ain't going to let that in there. Are you with me? There are people, it's a Super Bowl Sunday. It's a sad day for the losing team. Because some wife and some kids are going to have to pay for it. Domestic violence is one of the sky high days on Super Bowl Sunday because of the alcohol, the drinking, and the gambling. Sad thing. The spirit of discord coming in over a game. You, you all do know that we, it's good to be fans, right? But y'all know if y'all need a loan, uh, think, you know, my home's ain't coming to your house, right? <laughs> you know you can't get a hold of him and, and ask for prayer. Y'all do know that, right? But you can in here. You can in here. You see? All right. Well, we got the men. Here we go. All right, so now we will read from Philippians 4, verse 2 and 3. This is the church. I implore Eudea and I implore Senche to be one of the same mind in the Lord. All right, these are two folks, surely two Christians. He's saying he wanted them to be of the what? In the Lord. Saying mind in the Lord. Let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. He's saying you need to sit these women down and talk to them. Let them get the same mind. You see? Do you know how powerful you would be if we had this? You know how powerful the church would be if we'd have this? If we would have this here, how powerful if we'd all come together with this? You understand? We could pray. We could pray for this country to be better. You ain't heard nobody in the Senate saying put prayer back in schools, have you? You see? There's no unity up there, is it? The parties are divided within the parties. You see? Because that means they're different minds. If they're different minds, nothing gets done. Do you know Christ Temple North? Just look around right quick. Just look around. There's a, wait a minute. He took 12 people and changed the world. You know, you know how powerful Christ Tipper North is sitting in here? If you don't let the spirit of the score get in here, 
and you all love each other the way you're supposed to love each other, respect each other, respect each other, and get in the mind of Christ, the same mind of Christ, you'll move mountains. You'll move stuff. You see? I know. Ask me how I know. Y'all think I'm up here just because? There's some folk up in here that love their pastor, that's praying for their pastor. You see? I ain't one of them big-time guys and stuff, you know, because sometimes he may not be hearing me, and I don't, I, I'm trusting that he hears me, but I have a security blanket called the members of Christ Temple North, Christ Temple North. Amen. You see what I'm saying? The people who love me up in here. That's how that thing works. All the power in here, look what we could do if we had the same mind, if we all had the same mind of Christ. Like we're supposed to. The Bible said, let this mind, let this mind be in me that's also in Christ Jesus. If we all had the same mind in here, we, we would be powerful. Because you all go to work. There are demons on your job. But you got people in here praying for you. So those demons can't hurt you. They can't stop you. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, you may be tired, but somebody else ain't tired in here. You see what I'm saying? All right. Okay, I'm tired. <laughs> then he also says in verse 3, I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel. All right, true what? Companion. I hope I have some true companions in the gospel in this church. True companion. Not to, remember, not those people that sold, sold the score, but those people that are true companions. Mm -hmm. We ought to be that to one another up in the church. I'm not talking to, talk to y'all in this church, but this is what the body of Christ is missing. We two split up. The worst thing that ever happened to us is religion. religion. Let me tell you how it is. Religion is man's way to reach God. God's way to reach him is faith. Yes, we got faith? We, we together in this thing? We all in this together. We walking in this together. You see, Satan, he, he can't come up in here because when one is weak, he's got to come up against an army. He'll flee. That's the kind of church we want. This is the kind of, but it can't be a church like that unless there are homes like that. And it can't be homes like that unless there are individuals like that. Do you understand where I'm coming from? That's right. So again, help these women who labored with me in the gospel. Help these women what? Who labored. Because he needed them. Mm -hmm. But they needed to get it right. He says, help them. These women are good women. They labored with me. They labored with him, but they let what get in there? The score. Get in there. With Clement also and the rest of my fellow workers whose name are in the book of life. And that's what it's all about in here. That's what we want to be, Christ Temple North. Yes, sir. We don't want the spirit of the score to come up in here, do we? We're not going to allow the spirit of the score to come up in here. Right. Period. Because we can recognize that demon. Yeah. That demon. We don't want that demon to come up in here. Yeah. Well, he won't come up in here if you get it right in your house, this house. Your body is the temple of what? The Holy Spirit. If your body is the temple of the Holy you know what I do? As Sister Nicole's coming up to pray, finish this out. You know what I do? I pray for, I tell the Holy Spirit, I say, now wait a minute. My body is your temple. You strengthen it. You empower it. You give it needs to sustain what I need to stay. It's your temple, then you're responsible for it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Was that a good lesson? Yes. Amen. Yes. 